Hi guys, welcome to a brand new episode of History of a Haunting, and today we are meeting with another friend of ours who is an amazing author. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to sit down for a chat with Jason Roach. He is the author of the new book, The House on Dead Man's Curve. Now, it's actually dropped a couple of weeks early, but everybody, please say hello to our friend, Jason. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the show. Thanks, I'm glad to be here. Thank you so much. Um, so Laura and I are very, very glad to have you here and we're really excited to talk about your new book. Um, but we, I have a couple of questions for you beforehand and awesome. the first one that, <laughs> Laura's dog, uh, our listeners know Humphrey, it's fine. Um, <laughs> My first question is, um, I know that you are a paranormal investigator, and um, I wanted to know, how did you get involved with the paranormal? Well, I have always had some type of paranormal experience going on around me. Oh, okay. Which is why I wrote the book. Okay. But... um, I really, uh, like, I was into, you know, all the TV shows. Sure, um, yeah. Uh, and then there was a group that uh, they had, like, an online presence. Um, and that's how I met uh, Alex Tamatsuo that you guys had on not too long ago. Yep, yep. And uh, we became friends. And then eventually, uh, like, two years ago, I think it was, um, she just called me up. She was like, Hey, I'm going on an investigation. Do you want to go with me? It's like right down the street from you. And I was like, yeah, let's go. That's so, great. So we went and then, um, uh, that was actually the Trevette clinic. Oh, that, okay. That her, that her book is about. And, um, we did that. And then a couple months later, we did the U S battleship. Oh, North Carolina. North, yes, North Carolina Battleship. We and just did that in July. That place is trippy. It really is. Um, it really is. Yeah. Um, so we did that. And then on the way back, we just started talking because she had rode down. I, wrote, or I drove us down. And she, she was like, do you want to join the team? I was like, I would love to join the team. And so that's just kind of how it how that started. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Um Yes. So we just did the USS North Carolina back in July. Um, Excuse me. Oh, no, that's okay. In fact, last weekend we just did. um, So every time we do an investigation, Laura and I are on um, a paranormal investigative team together um, called Southern Entities Paranormal with Chris Allgood Mm -hmm. and Audra Keeler. And um, so every time our team does an investigation, history of a haunting does a recap show so we just did that on the 10th and then um unfortunately laura's unable to join us for the next one but our last investigation of the year is of the trivet clinic in november awesome Awesome. yes yes super excited place that's what i've heard that's what i have heard yeah i'm super super excited um if you need someone else to tag along i'll I'll go with you right absolutely super bummed especially after talking to alex about it that i'm not going to be able to make that one yeah but i'm oh, it's, you know it's, far it's away amazing. <laughs> it's amazing nice but next time for sure i'll try to we'll have to do it when i'm out there yeah and you're going to be out here a lot since we're going to be doing the convention circuit 
Um, okay, Laura, your turn. We're just going to pepper him with questions until he Go runs away it. screaming. Okay, ah! so you are on a team and you have done inv- some investigations. Um, so how did that, do you think that those pushed you to become an author or were you like a writer before and it just kind of came into that or? So again, like like the paranormal, I'm sorry. Uh, didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, no, you're great. <laughs> like like the paranormal. Okay, so I've, I've always read. There are unfinished books from when I was in grade school laying around this house somewhere. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, uh, those will never see the light of day. But um... <laughs> I bet that is hilarious because I have some of my old writing, too, and I look at it and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, no, like why did you write your whole life? I mean, really? No, nobody does that. Um <laughs> But it was it was always one of those things that I started and then never finished. Hmm. And again, kudos to Alex because I, I, you know, we were friends, and I see her, and I, she's popping out all these books and God, I know. I'm like, jeez. <laughs> Yeah, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this, because if she can do it, I can do it. And I started in November of last year. Okay. um, Took a little pause in December to get married, and then picked it back up at the beginning of the year, and pushed out. We had it done by June. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. That's awesome. That's great. All right. Well, talk to us about this new book, The House right. on Dead Man's Curve. Tell us all the things. The House on Dead Man's Curve. I have a proof copy. Right it here. is gorgeous. I love that cover. Yeah, oh, it's really yes, cool. the cover. So the cover is done by um, uh, a friend of mine. Her name is Hannah Bernhardt. Okay. Um, and we, we kind of grew up together and then reconnected later on. And she is a fantastic artist really okay yes i love her to death um but anyway so the book is the book is based on as i say her and i look at it and it's just gorgeous um it's based on paranormal experiences that i have encountered throughout my life okay um and and when i thought about it i was like well they're you know they're really not that extravagant to write in a book you know people don't people don't want to read oh i heard a door knock right <laughs> you, 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 you know so i was like <laughs> how can i take these experiences and make them interesting right and so i just built the story around it and I created this team of paranormal investigators, which is what I know. It's what I do. The main, the main character is pretty much me in a nutshell. Um, and I, I sent them to this haunted location, um, which is a house that sits on Dead Man's Curve. Okay. True fact. I lived, and most of the experiences I had was in a house on Dead Man's Curve. Oh, really? In our, in uh, Statesville. Really? Yes. Um, I think so every somebody, state has oh, a Dead multiple. Man's Curve. Yeah, there, I think. There's multiple. <laughs> yeah. So, 
I've had people come up to me and be like, oh, Dead Man's Curve, it's over here. I'm like, nope, that's another one. Right? There <laughs> are <that> zillions <laughs> of them. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. I love this. Okay. Right. I love that it's so, based on a real place, too. That's super cool. Yeah. It is. Um, obviously, I changed, I changed a lot of stuff. Yeah, the, the house I was living in at the time was a rental. Um, so obviously, I don't want people um, <laughs> right. going and banging on these people's doors like, hey, you got ghosts? You know, like, can I see them? Um, right. We read this book all about this stuff going on in your house. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, um, and then um, there, there's a, a scene where the investigators visit a graveyard. Ooh. And it's it's the graveyard that my family is buried in. Like my grandparents are there. Oh, okay. Um, so I, I did change the name of that location because I do not want people. Right. Because you know they're out there. You know they're out there. They're absolutely they're out there. You're like, talking to two of them. I mean, you know. We're <laughs> 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 just waiting for you to like mess up and say the real name then we're gonna be then we're gonna be like laura get out here we're going we're going right, right. yeah you know so um <laughs> if you're smart enough and you find the area you could probably figure it out but um yeah don't go trample on my grandparents but... okay you got it you got respectful always respectful yeah so um Let's see, what else? Uh, so I wanted to incorporate some of Statesville's lore as well. Oh, cool, okay. So as tensions start to rise in this uh, Airbnb that the investigators are staying in. I freaking um, love this so much. <laughs> Already I'm like, I gotta get this book. <laughs> That sounds so cool. Oh, my God. This is basically Carrie's dream weekend already. <laughs> A thousand percent. Yeah, so as tensions rise, they decide to get out of the house and go see some of the sites. Okay. Um, so they visit a an old schoolhouse uh, from the 1800s. Love it. Um, that's it's it's actually still there. I'm surprised that it still exists. Um, really? They go to uh, Fort Dobbs. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Fort Dobbs. It's in mm -hmm. Statesville in Ardell County. Um, oh, okay. It's a it's an old uh, French and Indian War fort. Oh wow! All right. And um, it used to just be. And this is the craziest thing, because when I was doing research on this place, because I haven't lived there in 10 years, um, it used to be just land. And it had, it had like, your little picket fence sure. around it, you know, like you see in the battlefields at Gettysburg and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and um, it was like a park. Like, it had, like, picnic areas and playgrounds. And the office was like this little shack. Okay. And you go outside the shack and there's all there were like all these graves. Oh. Yeah. So there were all these and I remember this as a child. There were all these graves there. Uh and there was one marked unknown and it was supposed to be this unknown child. Oh. I could not find anything 
listed on these graves. But I know they're there. I sat on them. I played on them. Yeah. As as I just said, don't trample on people's graves. I did that. (laughs) (laughs) But um, (laughs) but but children don't know any better. It's fine. It's it's crazy. (laughs) I don't know if because they were doing. They started remodeling. God, probably. I was still there when they started remodeling, and what they did is they reconstructed the original fort. Okay. From like old plans that they had found or something. Uh-huh. So I don't mm-hmm. know if if they moved them during that process. I would hope not. Yeah. But um so that's one of the places that they visit. And another they go to the ghost train. I'm sure you guys know about the ghost train of Statesville, right? I have heard about it, but not specifics. Like I have heard everybody's like don't don't go there but (laughs) i have heard yeah or do laura you're writing all this down right (laughs) (laughs) well honestly okay so this is the one place that i would say do not go um back in uh, the late 1800s i think it was there was a passenger train it was running behind Um, So it left the depot, and it was traveling at a very high speed. I think, yeah, I do know this story. There's a bridge. uh, It's called the Boston Bridge. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's very Hogwarts style, you know, like you just picture the Hogwarts Express going over. But I love this guy so much. it (laughs) It was going over the bridge, and it's kind of angled. So when they turned, they were going too fast, and it went over the embankment. Oh, okay. I was thinking of a different, <clears throat> of a different train accident. Okay. So um, it's said that um, most of the people on it survived, um, but th- there were a lot of casual, uh, you know, injuries and things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the conductor was one of the people that died, and it's said that you can see him, you know, walking around with his light his lantern around the wreckage. Um, people have, have talked about him coming up to you and asking you what time it is, and he'll pull out his pocket watch to kind of check it, and then he just disappears. Um, Ooh, that sounds very Gettysburg-y. It is, <laughs> yeah, it is. But, but you know, it's kind of around that time period, too. You know? Yeah. But, wow, but, this um, is so fascinating. I love it. But, I know. But it... Uh, it's the, the the reason I say don't go there is because it is still an active railroad railroad oh, and okay, fair. back in back in 2009 there was a group of investigators from Charlotte that oh, no. they they went to investigate and they saw the light the headlight from the train coming and they thought it was the ghost train and before they realized, like, it was too late when they realized, oh, my God, this is a real train. Now, real how train. do you don't know a real train? God bless them. But... I mean, I feel like it would be without. Right, yeah. Trains are... Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, uh, two people uh, sustained really bad injuries. Uh, one resulted in an unaliving. Uh, okay. Yeah, so uh, don't go there. Don't don't visit it. 
You can actually drive by. There, There is a road. I'm trying to think of the name. Um, I want to say it's... It's connected to Buffalo Shoals Road somehow, but you can go down it um, and you can actually see the bridge from the road. Beneath but, it. Yeah, well, I, it's actually higher up. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so down. you can see the bridge. Uh, okay. If you're driving down the road and you're looking to the right and you look up, like you can see it off in the distance. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, the best time to see it's in the in the fall and the winter. Oh, I bet when the trees and and stuff isn't like blocking yeah, it nice. and stuff. Um, so then another place that they visit is a place called the Vance Hotel, and basically a lot of the stuff I've heard about this place is just rumors. Sure. Um, uh, but supposedly, there's a little girl who lives in the basement, and people that have been sense. walking around downtown. And they will see her just peering out the windows. And the windows are weird. Like, so. (laughs) Are so creepy. Right? Right. Oh, God. Like, you're walking down the sidewalk and you got like half a window and the other half is underneath the sidewalk. Okay. It's like she's peering out like this. (laughs) That is so creepy, but God Um, damn, am I here for it. (laughs) <laughs> oh I'm my god so, I'm here for yeah it. you just would... see like the very top half of her face I, think, I don't know if that makes it worse or better I right. feel so, like it makes would... it worse I would love to experience it um, As... it's not something I ever have but uh, wow oh my god yeah. it's uh... so, I'm sorry um, go ahead have you, ha- have you had a lot of experiences in your investigations like personal experiences like that like where you seen apparitions or anything like that in your in your real life in real life um Mm -hmm. so in the house on dead man's curve um i actually saw someone walk into my room and Mm -mm. they they stood in the doorway for about five minutes and i was laying in bed reading a book i looked up just out of the corner of my eye, peripheral vision. Sure. I'm legally blind almost, so I don't have peripheral vision. So I, I saw someone. The fact that somebody I, was there was like, um, <laughs> yeah. uh-oh. <laughs> I, I distinctly remember the clothes they were wearing. So um, I thought it was it was my uh, partner at the time. And so I, 20 minutes later or whatever, I get up and I go, what did you want? Why did you come in my room? I didn't come in your room. I didn't want nothing. <laughs> and then I look down and I notice he's wearing completely different clothes. Oh my god! From what I saw, um, were they like so, time period type of clothes or? No, it was like a purple t-shirt and jeans. Whoa! Hmm. Yeah, purple t-shirt and jeans. And now I choose to believe. This may not be true, uh, but this is my choice. Um, so my grandparents' farm was a mile and a half, about a mile away from this house that I was renting. Okay. And he passed away on that farm. And I choose to believe that that was him coming to check on me. Oh. Because at the time I was in a very tumultuous whatever that word is, um, relationship. Relationship. Okay. Yeah. Like, it was bad. 
Yeah. So I, I feel like that was him coming to check on me. Oh, I love that. But I don't think he would be the one to open all the windows in the house while we were gone. <laughs> don't love that. Yeah. yeah. So so that's an interesting uh, thing that happened as well because so we went to Walmart, you know, because everybody goes to Walmart in Statesville. It's the only thing to do. <laughs> Good to know. Okay. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, the ghost train Walmart. of Walmart. <laughs> Make choices. Right, yeah. <laughs> so we come back, and every single window in this house is open. We call the landlord. We're like, hey, did you come over and open these windows? Like, what's going on? He's like, no, I haven't been there. I don't know what you talk about. So we closed them. Locked them. But a week later, we went back out again, come back out, come back home. They're all open again. <gasps> now, remember, they were locked. Right. Mm -hmm. So the first time, I would say that could be explainable. Mm -hmm. You know, elements, house shifting, heat rising, different humidity levels. Sure, like yeah. When they're locked. Very, very, yeah. very difficult the, to explain yeah. that. Something had to turn that lock. Yeah. Um, so we nailed them shut. Note to self <laughs> and everyone out there, do not nail your windows shut in a rental house. But that's what we did. <laughs> <laughs> that is so crazy. Because, I mean, like... The locks on my windows, they're not loose. Like, they're tight. Like, you mm -hmm. almost have to, like, really use some force to no, unlock and a lot of them. Times, yeah, and a lot of times you have to, like, push down on the window to get... The to get it to line up. Yeah. Yeah. That is wild. Holy shit. <laughs> that was something that my mom said happened at our, our old house. Um, we lived in a historic house um, outside Chicago. And we had like the windows were so old school that they were like on ropes, you know, so they were mm -hmm. that had been like painted a million times. And so it was really hard to get them. It was hard to open and close them already. And my, we had one like a little kind of den that had windows all around it. And my mom said that she would all of a sudden they would all be open. <laughs> I mean, I don't remember I was a kid, but yeah, she said that that was something that happened in that house and in, in the house that we lived in. I grew up into. I mean, oh. I feel like if I were a ghost, shit. I would probably do the same thing just to <laughs> just, just, just to like f with people, <laughs> right? Yeah, like I mean, it would be the perfect thing to do to my best friend's husband because he'd be like, "We're letting all the cold air out," and you know, I would love to freaking do that. It'd be great to do to any dad, like any dad. Are we trying to air condition the whole world? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm not paying to air condition yeah. the backyard. Exactly. Yeah. You grow it up in a barn. Yeah. That's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. So um, on the on the battleship, um, I had uh, we had oh, it was me and Alex and another one of our future team members. Uh, we were in the sick bay. Ah. And, yes. And <laughs> we we were using a program called the phasma box i don't know if you guys have ever heard of it yes but ex please explain it for our listeners that maybe have not heard of that 
Okay, so the Phasma Box, it's a Windows-based computer program. Uh, They are very anti-Mac. I'm so sorry. Um, (laughs) They are. It's sad. It is Um, sad. But anyway, so it uses a word bank. It's kind of like a spirit box. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. And it just kind of plays. It's got... um, got this echoey sound so it makes it sound a little creepy sure. it's almost like the um what are they the ovulus not the ovulus but like the portals and things like the that uh, uh jack osborne and them oh yes okay yeah, so it kind of it kind of sounds like that but um we were we had it going and we were getting you know a lot lots of highs 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 <laughs> Um, and then we just start <laughs> right. Hi, uh, we, we get started, it. Hello. Uh, <laughs> like you're here. Come on. Um, <laughs> can, can, can we see you? Uh, but we right. were talking about the, um, the torpedo. Yes. And so let me get, let me again say that this is a word bank machine. Okay. Out of this machine, all of a sudden, or computer speaker, we start hearing sirens, like the emergency sirens that would go off on a ship when it was hit or there was an emergency. That's freaking nuts. And so, and it went, it went, and it went, and it went, and then you could almost hear like radio chatter. Like where people were radioing for help and things like that. That is so sudden, nuts. It, it just stopped. Hmm. Like out of the blue. Dude, stopped. Jason, one of the people on one of the teams that went with us mm-hmm. heard sirens <laughs> that night. That's, that's the same experience. Yeah. That's amazing. The same experience. Holy shit. You remember that, Laura? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, no, I was gonna say, and th- there was somebody else um, that heard the be- the dings, the bells. That the bells, that yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When an officer mm-hmm. was coming on deck. Yeah, crazy sounds that were that. Oh, and the sonar. Kinds, but yeah, that yeah. happened. Did that 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 ship? Yeah. Oh my! The minute you said the sirens, they actually, because I had left, and this was after I had left. They heard them, and they actually thought that. It was emergency personnel, like some one of our group had gotten mm-hmm. injured. They That's actually thought, too. thought that it was real, like EMT or fire, or they ran up to the deck and they were like, is everybody okay? Did you hear that? And they were like, what are you talking about? We didn't hear anything. No, no. We, we, che- we checked with our people because we were split up, too. I cannot wait to tell them. Nobody heard. <laughs> nobody else heard it but us. Mm. that's awesome that's really cool i love it when you get to compare notes of the same places and some of the Mm. same stuff is happening to you know different groups different times different everything love it yeah it's a it's a validation for each of our um their experiences yeah yeah that is really cool your book sounds so amazing and guys run out and get it you said that um, so this episode, it today is October 1st. So your book actually did come out a couple of weeks ago. Is that correct? Yeah. So I got anxious and I decided <laughs> to pull Beyonce and drop it a couple weeks early. So I mean, it exactly sounds like something I would do too. Just ask Laura. 
<laughs> yeah, I call her the vault because she can't keep a secret to save her life. <laughs> I, can't. I, I, I can't either. You Any know. kind of yes. good news? No, I want to tell everybody immediately. It's very difficult for me to keep yeah. my mouth shut. Yeah, That's like my husband at Christmas. Uh, like between the, <laughs> so, so we start buying Christmas gifts like in July. Mm-hmm. <laughs> by, by Christmas, we have nothing to open because we constantly keep giving them to each other. That is how it is in in our house. My son is always like, "Can we just open one gift early?" And then I'm like, "Well," and I look at my mom, and she'll be like, "No, absolutely not." And then my son and I are like, "Come on." <clears throat> And then on Christmas, it's like, well, I had bought you all 20 gifts each, but you only have two left. So here you go. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Oh, God, you are so our, you're so our tribe. Absolutely. Yeah. Zane keeps me honest because he's young. So I have to keep, you know, pace yourself. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, or he'd whip through all of them in about five minutes, but yeah, she I'm says that. that way too. I have a hard time. Like I, I'm really bad. I give people stuff all the time. Early. All the time. She I just, she it. already gave me my Christmas <laughs> present. I really did. When we were in Gettysburg. Because I didn't want to ship it. <laughs> so I was there. I was like, here, I already have it. There you go. <laughs> Merry Christmas. It's so cool it's though. Like 95. It's a freaking, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for Christmas in August. It's a hockey mask <laughs> that is autographed by um, Ari Lehman that played the child Jason in the original Friday the 13th. Oh. I know. It's the freaking best. I love it so much. Um, I'm looking at it now. I'm like, oh, hi. <laughs> um, yeah. So she's already given me my Christmas present. So you are in very good company. <laughs> I have a question for you. Would you consider your book horror? Or is it more like suspense or Ooh, good question, yeah. Like just kind of in a paranormal vein or Yeah, like so it's kind of a mixture of all. Great. Like, so it depends on what you consider horror. Um horror there's there you know, there are some people that get scared of every little thing. There are mm-hmm. some people that think paranormal is horror. Um so if that's you, then yeah, it could be horror. Okay. Um it's definitely a thriller. Yay. Because once it starts once it starts going, it goes. Okay. Uh, um, I can't wait. And it's <laughs> obviously paranormal. Um, the way I like to describe it is it's like ghost hunters meet psycho. Whoa. <laughs> at a, yeah. Meet Psycho at a Da Vinci Code pace. Jeez, that took like 900 turns. <laughs> Just that one <laughs> sentence. I'm like, I love it. Go. Holy shit. Wait, what? I can't. This, you guys, we've got to get this book, everybody. All right. So, da, all right. Speaking of Da Vinci Code, have you guys read the Da Vinci Code? Yes. Yeah. All right. So. I was mentioning about my editor who lives in London mm-hmm. uh, before we got on. Yeah. My editor's name is Lynn Picknett. Her and her partner, Clive Prince. Not Clive Prince. What is his name? What is his name? 
I don't remember his name, but um, <laughs> anyway, she's the, <laughs> she's, the, she's the important one, but um, she's the important one because uh, the two of them co-authored a book called The Templar Revelation. Oh, uh, okay. Back, back in the late 90s. Okay. It is Dan Brown's inspiration for the Da Vinci Code. Get the fuck out. Oh, Holy called, shit. What is it called again? Templar? The Templar Revelation. Okay. The Templar Revelations. Right, Absolutely. I know. We're like, hang on. I we got to write this down. And Alyssa, she writes all kinds of... Her, her and her writing partner, they, between the two of them, they've got just about everything. And if you love things, honestly, that'll make you question religion, they're the people to go to. Really? Um, yes. Um, I, I absolutely love them. And anyway, so I became friends with her on Facebook uh, a couple years ago. And just, you know, little fan guy, you know. Right. Oh my God, she's awesome. I love her. She sent me signed books. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> well, I, I started, like I said, I started this project in November. And come February, she put out a post that said she was doing you know, side editing as a gig. That's and I so cool. I reached out and we made it happen. And she, she is amazing. Uh, she also used to be, you know, uh, when she was, uh, I don't want to say when she was younger, but part of her career before her writing career took off, oh, okay. she was an editor, editor for the London times. Whoa. So this, oh, nice. this chick's she's not heavy. playing. Yeah. She's a heavy. <laughs> no. No, she is heavy. Um, you can catch her now. She's on Unexplained Mysteries, I believe it is. Uh, they bring her in to talk about different things. She is that the is, one with William Shatner? The new the one? British, it's the British version. Oh, my God. Oh, so okay, it's okay. so much better then. I bet yes. it is. <laughs> Oh my god, everything on the BBC is so much better. It's so yes. much better. I love Ab, Ab Fab is like my favorite show of all time. Oh my god, yes. Uh, Ab, Ab Fab, uh, the Vicar of Dibley. Um, have you been served? Uh, have you been served? Uh, keeping up appearances. Cool. Mm. All of them. I love it. Oh my god, I love the BBC. Me too. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. that's like one really nice thing about our trip to London. I'm like, I don't have to worry about like, you know, if I want to watch TV before I go to bed because I just put on like Graham Norton or whatever, you know. Like, I, love I, Graham, I love Graham. Norton. I love Graham Norton. I love totally fine. Yeah. He is the funniest late night guy ever. Sorry, on a diatribe about how much we love England. I mean, yeah, I mean, really. <laughs> oh, I could go on for days and I've never been there. So, right. oh, God. I mean, she's already like, so she's never been to London like much past through. Past not through. Like not, yeah. And I've never been to Paris, but she has. So I'm like, okay, we got to go here in London and here and here and here. And she's like, okay, well, in Paris, we got to go here and here and here and here. Um, but everything about the <laughs> British monarchy and the French monarchy, I have studied, and I'm like, yes, I'm not, I'm not going to France without seeing Versailles, and also I'm going to tell you literally everything you do not want to know about every freaking monarch that's lived in Buckingham Palace since it was a little hut on a river. Okay, so exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, great. <laughs> that, that, that's what. 
for our, our honeymoon, you know, we had to set boundaries because <laughs> because I was like that. And I was like, we're going here. We're going here. We're going here. We're going here. Oh, my God. Did you know Downton Abbey's here? We're going here. We're going here. We're going here. And he was like, <laughs> whoa. Yeah. So, so I get to plan London. He gets to plan uh, Dublin. And then we get to split Edinburgh. Edinburgh. So for sure, you have to do Mary King's clothes in Edinburgh. Um, we've covered uh, Edinburgh Castle is also um, what did we cover? We covered this was before Laura was on the show. I used to have another co-host, Archie, who left last year. So we covered it was Haunted Scotland. It was Edinburgh Castle, Mary King's clothes, and um, uh, I can't remember the third one. Anyway, no, there's a missing know. doll. There's a like there's a child that haunts it. And people leave this child dolls. And this little girl ghost favorite doll was stolen. And ever since there's been this like if you Google search little girl ghost stolen doll Edinburgh, you'll find it. Um now there's like this <laughs> I mean, unless you're a paranormal podcaster and you need to know, <laughs> then you'll search it. I'm all, anytime there's creepy dolls, I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. it the doll, it's, it's not the doll itself that's creepy, but now there's this like search. They've like put out this thing saying, if you find this doll, please return it to the little girl ghost. I can't remember her name. Annie? Aww, I can't remember. Kind of yeah, they're just looking for this doll back because this little girl ghost loves okay. it. And yeah, so those are the three places that you guys need to go while you're in Edinburgh because so isn't Edinburgh Castle isn't that the same place as Hollywood Hollywood Castle? No, or they're two they're two different ones. Okay, I believe so. The Palace of uh, but they're connected, so, aren't they? Aren't they? Connected? Uh, you know what? I'm not sure. Hollywood House um, is, I believe, what the Queen herself owned. Um, and then Edinburgh Castle, the people of Scotland, I believe, own that. Okay. So, um, but I think Holyrood House, the Queen owns herself. Like, so she owns Balmoral. Balmoral. Yeah, she owns Balmoral. She owns, I think she owns Holyrood House. I think she owns Sandringham. Sandringham, yep. Mm-hmm. But everything else belonged to the, either the Scottish or the British people. So Buckingham Palace, Kensington Palace, all of those belong to Britain. Okay. But there are some that I get, she I herself get confused. owns. Yeah, they're two different. They're definitely two different <laughs> buildings. There's so much stuff over there that, you know, right. I mean? like, oh, it's, it, it is really confusing. Um, yeah. And you can't, you can't see it all in a week. I don't know. Yeah. No, there's yeah, no you way. You have to do your research ahead of time to see like mm -hmm. what you want to see and like we were kind of saying earlier a lot of the palaces and those kind of places are only open so like certain times of the year mm -hmm. or, yeah. you know what have you so if you really want to see something you got to kind of almost plan your trip around it around um, that like the diana thing you know exactly I can guarantee you we're going between july and august and that's going to be the time we go <laughs> yeah for sure you know what you absolutely must see and i don't know if you've been to harry potter world at universal studios 
but too many times i need to go back (laughs) you have to go on the london studios tour in leaves yes because it i've never been to the harry potter and universal studios but i promise you i promise you this blows doors on that oh i'm sure it's like a four to five hour self-guided tour Mm -hmm. through the whole thing and it's so huge it takes that long um and then you know if you want to like just really stop and soak it in and i mean my son and i took over 700 pictures there oh oh that would be me i'm like (laughs) (laughs) yeah my phone's gonna die from all the pictures a thousand percent a thousand percent. It's really worth it. You absolutely should. The the butterbeer at the end that you get at the end, not great. Um, so if you just want to picture drinking the butterbeer, go ahead and do that. But otherwise, it's basically <laughs> flat cream soda with the most amazing foam you've ever tasted. <laughs> all right. So now that we have talked about all the things that he needs to do while they're in England. Um, so. Oh. Is it your is it your turn? No, no, no. Go no. ahead. Um. Well, now you made me forget. Go ahead, say it. Maybe <laughs> I don't it'll. Think it's my fault. <laughs> Maybe it'll come to me. All right. Um. Oh yeah. So, uh, where are you gonna be like promoting your book? Um. Besides, you know, on your fabulous tour. <laughs> my fabulous tour uh my fabulous podcast tour all right so i've got you guys which you guys are airing on october 1st yes um right. I've, got, I've got another uh podcast radio show for iheart radio cool but i don't actually know the name i keep asking him what's the name what's the name he won't tell me but um <laughs> weird anyways. all right <laughs> Well, it's a secret. It's a secret. (laughs) He gets, he finds out he really doesn't want to be on this podcast, whatever it is. It's my sister-in-law's boyfriend. So I'm sure he'll get back to me eventually. Okay. Um, Okay. (laughs) But then we have, uh, let's see, I have to make a list because I keep forgetting. Um, We have. uh, He's like my spirit animal. (laughs) (laughs) He's like my spirit animal. I swear to God. Everything he says, I'm like, me too. <laughs> so we have the spooky stuff radio with Alex ah. Muxio. That's going to be on 920. Right. Cool. Um, That's awesome. I'm doing a book launch party, which you guys are invited to. Um, I think I sent you the invitation. You um, did, are you, yes. Are you local? Um, You're local, right? I am, but Laura's in Arizona. Girl, get out of the heat. That's what um, I keep telling her. I'm like, <laughs> come this way. I um, yeah, I'm over it, but yeah, my family's here, so. Um, yeah, I told her, bring I bring your family. It's fine. Families are welcome. <laughs> so maybe I mean I can't take it much longer. It's like 97 today still. I'm like, fuck this shit. Ooh, it was a nice <laughs> 70 like five today. Uh-huh. Gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, of course, that's the one day of fall we'll get, you know, but right. I mean, kind of. Yes, actually, for your book launch, I did get the invite. We're we're in London that week. We're gone the first through the 10th. That's right. Yeah. 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 Um, it was on the 8th. Hmm? It's on the 8th. We, we're not back to the to the 10th. Ah, gotcha. OK, yeah. so I forget. Bumps you. me out. Uh, I know I'm missing yours. I'm missing Alex's. 
Like, yeah, I'm not... Uh... We totally did not mean for this to happen. Oh, really? The only day I had available and the only day she had available to, like, make things work. Oh, okay. So we actually... They actually ended up getting planned on the same day. So Alex's location... Um, for the Trevette Clinic, the Trevette Clinic is 20 minutes from where I lived on the on Dead Man's Curve. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. And so in between, in between uh, the place that I lived and if you're taking backwards to the Trevette Clinic, there's a place called Allison's Woods um, that's also very haunted. Like, um, I love it. Yeah, it, it's had some interesting uh, lore go around with it too, but. Uh, like witches in, in the woods and Ooh. which I don't know. Statesville's weird. I don't know what they consider witches, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> it just depends. She had <laughs> right. It, it could have been a cow, you know, it's a lot of farmland, but, um, but yeah, so like that whole like stretch right there. Yeah. Um, has always had some kind of paranormal activity. Um, that's really so crazy. That is uh, interesting. But yeah, so we're doing that. We're doing the book launch at the uh, Statesville Civic Center uh, from 3 to 7 p.m. on October 8th. Um, I highly recommend uh, get your book from Amazon. Bring it with you and get it signed. Talk spooky stuff with me. Well, let's not say spooky stuff. Cause right, because that's Alex's whole thing. Uh, she commandeered that phrase. <laughs> she did. Thanks, she Alex. Did I didn't mean to do that, but uh, so we'll talk Statesville ghost lore. Cool. And um, let's see. I am working on a Halloween investigation. Um, it's going to be on uh, 1027, I think is the date that we've planned. It's the Friday before Halloween. Oh, okay. Um, and I'm, I'm going to be doing a, it's going to be a live TikTok with Rebecca the Ghost Guide. Oh, I don't know okay. If you guys have heard of her, but uh, she is fantastic. Um, I got to investigate with her um, in Gettysburg, and oh, uh, we had a good we had a good time. And yeah. so we're we're trying to make that work out. Um, once I get that finalized, we'll definitely you know get it up on the website and stuff. So yeah, that's, that's for really sure. cool. Let us know, and mm-hmm. we'll um, we'll throw it up for our listeners too, so they can catch you. That sounds like a lot of fun. I know, awesome. right? Great. So cool. Yeah, let us know. We're happy to do that. Um, God, you busy. Book promotion sounds so tiring. I'm like, Laura and I are in the middle of like writing our book. And Yuki and I'm going, wow, Laura, that's a lot of work. <laughs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> so what, can, what conventions are you going to be at to promote your book? Uh, I don't know what's don't... left this year. I don't think I'm there's sure. anything there's not, I don't think there's anything left this year. I don't think so. Um, I've applied again for Con Carolinas. We're gonna be there too. Awesome. Yay. So ho- ho- hopefully we'll get pushed through. And yes. Um, I'm I'm still trying to research. You know what's out there. What what are the best cons to go to? Um, you know for writing and paranormal. Um, so I'm kind of I'm kind of following Alex's lead on that. That's cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, she's she's, yeah. She's got all the places down. So um, that's cool. I would like to. I would like to do RavenCon. Um, I would love to go back to GalaxyCon. Um, We we did our presentations there, and that was so much fun. I saw your post Um, that you had the best time. 
Yeah, it was great. We we really did. And everybody was so receptive and they shared their we we shared our stories, they shared their stories, so it it was really cool. That's amazing. That's so wonderful. So, Laura and I um Savannah Paracon is coming back next year. Okay. So they haven't announced dates yet, but Laura and I were wanting to get in with that one. Oh. And then we have booked Mansfield Paracycon at the Ohio State Reformatory. Ooh. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. That's well, May 20. Or I mean, well, yeah. That's May 1920. May. Hang on. Let me take a quick look here. Um, That's next May. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't go backwards please don't go backwards <laughs> it, right, it right. was four months ago um and <laughs> no it's uh 19 it's um 20 20th and 21st yeah because setup is we just got the email for like all the particular setup is friday night and then it the convention is the 20th and 21st and everything is set up in the cell blocks Ooh, that's nice. A thousand percent. Yeah, check out their Facebook page because they have pictures from this year's um, Paris Icon and mm-hmm. the vendor booths. I mean, just looking. It's so cool. It is so cool. So we're doing that one. We're doing um, Gettysburg. It's going to be in July next year. Yep. Um, so we're going to do Gettysburg. Um, we're doing Con Carolinas, Carolina Con. Doing that, Laura's actually gonna have to be here for like two weeks because it doesn't make sense for her to fly here, do a con, come back, and then just come back a few days later. Um, yeah, right. She's gonna be here for a while. I'm just moving in with her, I think, for like a month. I mean, <laughs> I, and that what better way to plan our Harry Potter wedding, Laura? I mean, I mean come on. Though, like, I told you I was never getting married again, but you might have made me change my mind. I'm telling you, we need to look at. <laughs> I've been trying to swear off women, but I'm like, mm, I don't know. Do I, I mean, play? nobody offered me. Get- a wand? Uh-huh. <laughs> Nobody offered me a Harry Potter wedding, Maybe. so... <laughs> um, just get me some butterbeer. Right. We were just friends. They were dating, and now we're getting married. Um, right, yeah. <laughs> Things are progressing. They are. Things are <laughs> happening. Um, and then what else are we doing? Oh, and that takes us through August, July, August. I don't think there's anything. And then VultureCon in Wickenburg, Arizona in October. Oh, cool. Yeah, I yeah. come out here, y'all. Listen, I go back there all the time. She does. She's like, can <laughs> we do here. shit out here, please? <laughs> like once. Um, actually, that one's at an old um, mining town just outside of Phoenix. Oh, which yeah. Which is super That's cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of actually really cool, like, Old West places to see out here that are not, that are easy drives. So that's really cool. From Phoenix, yeah. So yeah, um, Sam Baltrusis is going to be at this year's. Laura wanted to go, but then we're we're going to Europe the same week. So Sam Baltrusis is going to be there. I think some of the guys from Tennessee Wraith Chasers is going to be there. So um, they're really building that one up. That one's that one's going to be really good. Um, but yeah, just some ideas for you for next year. Um, cool, definitely. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I do want to ask you. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I do want to ask you, what is your most important piece of advice for brand new paranormal investigators? Hmm. 
orbs are not real. They are dust. <laughs> or a bug. <laughs> or a or sneeze. Bug. It could be at one point, one awkward incident, it was a sneeze. Um, so <laughs> my, my own sneeze, actually. Um, anyway, um, there it could be really could be anything. Um, okay. All right. Good. It's very, especially when you're, when you're learning to be a brand new paranormal investigator, it's mm-hmm. not just going and doing the investigation. It's not just learning how to set up the equipment and learning the questions to ask and learning how to use the equipment that you've set up and, and how to approach a location. It's not just that. It's also learning how to review and decipher Mm -hmm. credible evidence. So that's a very, very good point that, and there are some things like mists and stuff like that, that, are very different from orbs, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I I do agree with you. I do agree with you. If there is a particular looking orb or something that's been captured that doesn't move like dust or a bug, then right. I will send that to the folks that trained me and I'll be like, hey, you know what? This doesn't look orby, mm-hmm. but may, I mean, could you kind of, it's always good to like, we were talking the other night on um, the live, Laura, where a lot, a, any piece of evidence that you think you've captured that's worth any kind of damn is always peer reviewed, right? Like you are, I'm constantly sending my stuff to various paranormal investigators being like, do you see this? Do you not? Do you like, what do you think this could be? Um, so Absolutely, if you. because. I think sometimes we get so set in our mind, like we're seeing something one way. Yeah. That you have to have a second set of eyes who didn't capture it, maybe wasn't there, mm. you know, and, yeah. and really isn't locked into a vision of, you know, you're seeing something one way because it, I think it's really easy to get focused on that. And there could be, you know, maybe another reason for that light anomaly or whatever it is right Mm -hmm. shadow something and so or you know noise whatever it is so yeah you have to have somebody who i think is apart from it you know like a third party almost yeah if they were there but you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so somebody with some separation um take a look at it because i think that really provides the validation like hey i can't explain this either right so right yeah then you know it's a little bit more yeah for sure right yeah so guys if you do capture video or um, a picture where you think you have an orb in it, absolutely send it to somebody that you know is an investigator that's been doing it for a little bit of time, has a little bit more experience reviewing evidence and seeing what's an orb and what's not. Because, I mean, now, Jason, that's not to say that we don't believe orbs it can happen. Exactly, exactly. But not everything. But not I, everything. I would hazard a guess as to say maybe three to five percent will be a genuine orb, <laughs> but that's it. Not much. <laughs> They're very difficult. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, good. I love it. You know, I ask whenever I'm on like watching podcast shows, Engine Voices, Paranormal Evidences is a big one that I watch um, pretty much every week unless we're recording on Monday nights. But um 
and other podcasts that are also like on YouTube, they do lives, that kind of thing. I always like to ask their guests that question. What is your most important piece of advice for, for a brand new paranormal investigator? Because I was one at the time, you know, and mm. I wanted to, I always had so much admiration for folks that had been doing it for a a while, be it two years longer than me or four years or 30 years. So yep. I always like to ask that question of um, the more seasoned paranormal investigators, because I have yet to get the same answer twice. And my streak is still going. I have yet. <laughs> so I just have this like whole pile of really great advice and none of it's the same, which I think is really cool. I think that's really yeah. cool. I think it's great. And plus, we're sharing knowledge from people who have had all kinds of different experiences, have all kinds yeah. of different levels of experience in the paranormal. And I think it's so good because a lot of people want to get into it, but they're like, I, they have no idea how they don't know where to start. And yeah, I think just it's good throwing out the information, sharing with people who want to who want to start getting into it. So because it's yeah. a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. It is a lot. Of fun. Yeah. yeah, it is a lot of fun. Um, why don't you go ahead and hit him with the last question? All right. So, oh, what, Lord. Do I, I, why am I scared of this? <laughs> no, no, no. You don't have to be afraid. Well, actually, I have two. But one has nothing to do with paranormal. So we'll do the paranormal first. So um, <laughs> what is the scariest location that you have investigated, would you say? Scariest or most active, however you kind of want to, like, take that. I would say the scariest was the cabin at 360. Oh, what is that? Uh, it's a little place in Martinsville, Virginia. Oh, good old Virginia. Good old Virginia. <laughs> so it, it and it's it used to be, it was it's a log cabin, but it was actually like a model home place. You know, oh, okay. okay. And um, they it sits on an old battlefield, Ooh. and then the house next to it. Uh, there was uh, someone in the house that was unalived. And okay. so between the two, it's just really like I was, I was uneasy. Um, and at the time, uh, uh, Alex wasn't going to be able to make it down. And it was just me and our, one of our other team leaders or team members at the time. And we, like we both were kind of like, okay, this doesn't because, feel right. Yeah, this doesn't feel right. So we actually limited the time we were in a building. Really. And then, which I mean, in a way, it, it sucks for the you want to get the evidence and you want to investigate. Yeah. And, and you want to find things to either debunk or, or prove whatever's going on from the scientific standpoint. But right. then you've got to you've got to think about yourself as well, mm -hmm. um, and the safety of the people around you. Wow! So so it was like like we were thirty minutes, and we were out. We would move to a different location, and then we would come back, and like we would just rotate. Yeah. But we would not stay in a certain area for longer a long than time. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's really interesting. That's interesting. Um, but you're right. You're absolutely right. Like, whether, I mean, not everyone's a psychic medium. Not everybody, you know, is is empathic or has the gift or whatever you want to call it. But we all have that 
innate sixth mm. sense when we know something is not right. It's the feeling yeah. you get when you meet somebody and you just don't want any to be around them. It's the feeling when you can sense somebody watching you. It's that. Mm. And we all have that. So if you feel that way in a location, by all means, <laughs> go to yeah. a different area. I mean, and maybe, right. maybe that's just... A particular spirit making you feel that way and like did you find that it felt better when you went back or it still felt the hella creeps and you didn't like it it's it built so oh, like the yeah. minute you the, the minute you walked out of the house you immediately felt completely different okay and then the immediate when you walked back in and, and this is my personal experience sure i can't speak for you know the other team member Sure. Or um, Alex when she was finally able to make it, but you know my personal experience was I walked out of that house, I felt like a different person, like I felt like myself again. When I went into that house and I was there for a long period of time, <clears throat> it kind of like it it built. Wow, like it was, and uh, it's it's hard to describe. Sure. But, wow, but it, like the tension built, kind of. Would you ever go back there again? Oh, yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah, I would because, uh, one, you're not going to scare me off. Two, um, you know, I, I, I'm intrigued now, you know. Like, it's challenged kind of. <laughs> what, yeah, like what's going on? Obviously, I'm not going to be like, you know, Zach Bagans or whatever, and go out there and, and, and accept that challenge. But right. <laughs> <laughs> bad bitch, what? <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> exactly. But, uh, bring it. <laughs> bring it. And then ah, <laughs> I haven't brought it out. <laughs> yeah, but but there, there's still things to to figure out. Yeah. And, we Love weren't really that. able to figure out a whole lot. The bad, the bad thing is, is that we had to throw out all of our audio because it sits on a very, like, it's literally thirty feet from a busy highway. Oh damn, that sucks! And, and the whole time there's cars going yeah. by, and oh god. That really sucks. It reminds me of um, I did an investigation of the Yuma Territorial Prison, and it's literally right like they built Interstate Eight right next to it. And of yeah. course, like one of the main cells that's outside that they actually used to use as a punishment is outside. So the train kept blasting by, and then cars on the free. So it was any. Any kind of EVPs you might capture outside are dodgy at best, simply because, mm -hmm. you know, there's wind and birds and all kinds of stuff. It, they can right. be caught, but... It's scary. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, on a highway, uh-uh, that sucks, especially yeah. at a location as, as active as this one seems to be. Active, yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> wow. Scariest place, huh? Hmm. Interesting. I, I know. I'm like different places that um, that I, we're not familiar with, and and I'm sure yeah, uh, most of I our do love that too. Either because um, some some places are more local. I love. It's always um, refreshing to find out about new places because it seems like once something kind of breaks open, it like just blows up, and then you know 
yeah there's not a you don't hear yeah. about some of the smaller places that probably have the best the stuff best stuff right <laughs> right yeah i agree yeah i absolutely agree wow God, this was such a fun conversation, Jason. Thank you so much for being on the show. Do you have any questions for us, given we are your first podcast? (laughs) Yes, thank you for breaking my podcast, Cherry. Um, Hey, we're here for you. I mean, (laughs) send your friends. We'll do it to everybody. (laughs) It was great. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yay! Um, (laughs) I will say this. All right, so a lot of people talk about you know, sound. Someone asked me if I was going to do a soundtrack to my book. Ah. Uh, so um, it's not something I'm going to do, but I will tell you the one song that I listened to 98% of the time I wrote. Um, and that it, it's a Tori Amos song called Digital Ghost. Oh. And it. It literally, like, I'd put it on, and I was writing. Really? That's interesting. Yeah, it, oh, it, it was amazing. So um, I would definitely suggest giving it a listen. Okay. It's um, It did find itself... Uh, it, it found a way to make its way into the book uh, without getting sued and going to jail, and... We love you, Tori. (laughs) I do. I love Tori Amos, as you can see. I I, I love Tori Amos. She's yeah, Um, nice. And she's mentioned in the book quite a bit, you know, because the the dude is me. But um, but yeah, give that song a listen. It's it's definitely an interesting thing, and and it it kind of has when when you really listen to the lyrics, it talks about. you know, take a closer look at what's haunting you. Yeah. And, and like that, that's like one of the main lines. And I'm like, Hmm, you know, that's, that's pretty, that's a good question. That's a that, good exercise. Like take a closer yeah. look at what's haunting you. That's a really good, I mean, you is could... it, is it internal? Is it external? Is it is literally it somebody in a purple it... shirt and jeans standing in your doorway? You don't know <laughs> like what it could be anything. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So Yeah. Um, I love was, it. That was my inspiration. That's wonderful. From all the others. I mean, yeah. Laura, you and I need to yeah. find a song like this so that we can get to the writing. <laughs> Yeah, the problem is I'm like a squirrel. I'm like, oh, I'll put this album on. And then I'm like, oh, what about this? That's <laughs> just something else that pulls my attention away from work. Right? <laughs> yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Oh, and I have to oh, ask she you. Oh, does, she does have to ask you. So, She's been. I did Facebook stalk you a little bit before you came on. Um, research. Guest really research. Are friends that maybe have met in real life? I'm not sure, but um, who, who, who? Oh, you and Carrie. Uh, are we, you guys Facebook friends? We are Facebook friends. I think we met at Con Carolina. Mm-hmm. We uh, were introduced and, quickly. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Okay. At Andrea's table. So yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, well. So back to your stalking. Go ahead. You. So yes, I was stalking you. Mm-hmm. And then, um, did you meet Cher? Yes. I'm so jealous. I love she, that. yeah. <laughs> I was like, 
Is she as fabulous as I think she is? She is super sweet, super nice. That's all super I've tiny. Mm. Like like you see her on stage and you know she looks like she's kind of I would say like full figured, but you know, she's got the hips and she's mm. got you know her her little clothes are so tight fitting. Girl, we get backstage and she is like a freaking twig. Like I was scared to touch her. I was like <laughs> Don't break little chair doll. <laughs> I don't want to break you. <laughs> and then oh, nice. uh, uh, Sean, he he was like, he's the big share fan. Like like mm-hmm. share shares his thing, and so we're going to like do our our picture or whatever, and shares all like on me, and I'm like. But he's back here, <laughs> like like ten feet away. Oh. So like, <laughs> Why don't you get in here? <laughs> she tur- right? she turns around and she's like, "Well, come on, we're gonna take the picture." <laughs> and so she had to like coax him to come up and stand in the picture. Was he oh, super no. nervous? He was super nervous. Oh my god! But Aww. it was so worth it. How tall so is she? She look is she short? Like how tall is she? Um, I would say sure. she's probably around five. 10, 5, 11, roughly. Dude, she wasn't much taller she's than taller me. than me. Okay, wow. And like, she's oh. tall. I do know that she's tall, but yeah, she's wee. I do love Cher, but the minute Laura saw that you, she's like, look, I'm happy to talk about this book, but really the info I need is on Cher. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. I don't right. know if she's, yeah, you know, no, we... there are not a lot of people that get the chance to meet her, but it, from the people that I, I know. Well, that, yeah, it's Cher. She's so nice and wonderful. It's just, fuck, it's fucking Cher, dude. It is. Yeah, but I've only just heard wonderful things, so I just had to ask. Oh, oh yeah. Was, yeah, we've had, we've, uh, we met her. <laughs> <laughs> we've, uh, we've met Paula Cole. We've actually hung out with Paula Cole. Do you guys remember Paula? Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so she's she's believe it or not she's still touring she's still out there putting music out it, it's nice that's music. wonderful um i do like but yeah so we like hung out with her after a show one night uh, just wow it was pretty cool nice. um oh my god we've met tori um did you get nervous yes. and stand 10 feet away <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you what my dumb ass did. Oh, sorry. Um, no, no, please. Okay, we curse all the time. All the time, yeah. We've been right. explicit content since day one. <laughs> so, um, so there technically wasn't supposed to be a meet and greet this day. She does meet and greets normally at her concerts, uh, you know, a couple hours before the show. People line up and she'll come out and meet them or whatever. Well, there wasn't supposed to be one, but we decided, hey, she's got to get off the bus, so we're going. So we're sit- we've been sitting out there all day, and, and she gets she does pull up her bus pulls up and she gets off the bus and she immediately she comes over and she walks over to us and there's probably about twenty of us out there um, that had all gathered and I had my one of the rare vinyls that I was going to ask her to sign. Oh and everything. God. She walked up and she was like hi and I'm like hi. Can you play this song? And she was like, I'll try. Do you want to take a picture? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally forgot I mean, about the record. Smooth. Everything. Like, it just, 
just wiped my mind completely. But, uh, but she now she's tiny. Ish, I bet she looks like she's, she's yeah, yeah, can fit in your the pocket inside the pocket. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I met Cheryl Crow one time, and she. I always thought she was tall. She's not. She's like five two. And oh shit, know, really? Oh wow. Yeah. The way that they shoot her, they make her look they like make, you know, she looks like, five like eight or something. I was kind of shares height. Yeah. Yeah, she was lanky. She's not. She's she's mm. anybody five one, five two. Yeah. Wow. This big, They're just tiny. The only person yeah, I have nice. ever a really sweet lady, so nice. Really, the only person that I have ever gone stupid, gaga, lost my voice and all the words I knew since <laughs> day one was Nikki Six from Motley Crue. <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> he, I, so I used to work. I am from Arizona, so um, that's how Lori and I have been friends. Um, and I just moved to North Carolina a year and a half ago. But when I was living in Arizona, I worked at one of the airport hotels, and Motley mm-hmm. was staying there. And I was getting on the elevator as Nikki Six was coming off the elevator. I worked in sales, and um, he asked me where the restaurant was, and I was like, "Huh." <laughs> uh, uh, kind of like grunted at him uh, uh, I, 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 so he was like just down i'm like i'll i'll, I'll show you uh, some and then it, it i was 20 years old and i loved him as much as i did when i was 12 and he <laughs> looked just the fucking same too by the way um <laughs> That's great, right? That CoverGirl eyeliner that you that you light with a lighter so it goes on darker. That was that was him. Nice. Yeah, I was That's so awesome. yeah, I was just like, oh my god, I'm gonna freak out, and then probably be a little. <laughs> <laughs> worth it would have been worth it though. Totally worth it for sure. Totally worth it. Yeah, he would have been impressed. I mean, he would have. I'd, I'd be his wife today. I know it. I know it, but but I'm sorry. I had to leave him for Jason Momoa. So, um, <laughs> a thousand percent. Okay. Anyway, awkward ending to an amazing show. <laughs> yeah. Sorry that we got on our and I did. I just had to ask about sure. Yes. Yes. That was totally fine. Totally fine. Yay. Well, so now, um, Jason, you are on social media. Where can um, folks find you if they want to follow you, stalk you? I mean, you know, whatever, you know, is blowing up their skirt. Where can they find you? So so it's Jason. It's uh, Jason Broach, author on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Um, cool. However, my TikTok is currently um, overrun with the queen. But... Um, that uh, I don't remember what the Twitter is. I just set it up. It's like J J Roach A or something like that. Okay. Um, but no, it's out there. Um, okay. You can You'll go to my it. website. It's there. You can find it. <laughs> it's a picture of him uh, and Cher. So you can go to my website. It, it has the links to uh, all of my social medias, and it is uh, JasonRoachAuthor.com, I think. Uh, we're, we're in the process of setting it up so you know because i wasn't you know like a nobody before now but uh i'm still a nobody but um hang in there this book sounds really amazing so just buckle up right. because this is when the weirdos come out right let me test this real quick and we'll see 
so I can give you the correct. Okay. <laughs> All right, yeah, so this is the right one. We don't want anybody stalking the wrong person. We want right. To make sure that we lead them directly to you. Right. Because you deserve it. Ah, you deserve okay, the so weirdos. <laughs> no, okay, y'all, there is another author named Jason Roach. There is. He's like a psychologist or something. Yes. Like, and it's very like religious based. And I was like, no. No, don't stop that guy. <laughs> don't stop that guy. guy, guys. Don't do that. <laughs> nope. Yeah, so it's author jasonroach.com. Cool. And it has uh oh, how do I get back to y'all? Where'd y'all go? Um it has um Seriously, spirit animal. <laughs> I swear to God. We're like twins. <laughs> All the links to the social medias are on there. Um, cool. There is a uh, email subscription thing, but please don't use it because it's currently not working. Okay. Uh, we're, try we're trying to... Uh, we just started this uh, last week, so uh, it is... A project in the works. Yes. But uh, we're getting it. <laughs> cool. Okay. Yay! Yeah. Super, super well, excited. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Laura, why don't you let everybody know where they can follow us? They already know, but let's tell them again because I like rep repetition. <laughs> you sure do. All right. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at HOAH Podcast. And on the TikTok at HOAH Podcast, at HOAH Carrie, and at HOAH co host Laura. But Laura doesn't do anything on the TikTok, so just follow me. Um, yeah, I'm still trying listen. to find my niche in TikTok, you know. It's, it's, I don't love it's a special world social media. TikTok. And then also, I don't want to stare at my own mug, like, you know, and like post videos of myself. I think it's, I'm like self-conscious or something, you know. I don't, like, it, it kind of weirds me out. I don't know, like, it's hard for me. Like, it took me a long time with the podcast just to listen to the sound of my own voice without... <laughs> Cringing. It's so that's hardcore. me that's me like so, yeah i got over that and um then she's like let's do youtube i'm like seriously um <laughs> so that's fine because i cannot i don't have to look at myself when we do it you know i can focus on other people um and carrie's like look at me <laughs> so she's super into it um which is great for me because i can just kind of hide in the background but because uh, yeah. Carrie the will take over. Is, yeah, the TikTok is it's a it's a challenge for me, but I'll, yeah, she's always yelling at me. I'm trying to work on it. I mean, she's gonna have a lot of content in about three weeks. I promise. This is true. <laughs> so many pictures of myself. Well, and you know the other thing too is that with the the para, the Paracon or the Con down in Charlotte next year, Laura, we have to commit to four hours of programming. So four panels or doing live like. You're really going to be tested then. Yeah. Yeah. No, but the panels are fun. The panels are fun. <laughs> the panels are fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm better on a, like, as long as I don't have to give, like, a presentation by myself. I mean, I've had to do that kind of stuff for work. I just don't, it's not my favorite thing. Public speaking is yeah. not my gig. <laughs> uh, the presentations are not my, my thing either. Um, I would much rather be, like, on a panel with people having a discussion mm -hmm. about different things, having audience participation. Yeah. Um, and when I, when I did my, uh, when I did my presentations at GalaxyCon, uh, one of the, like, I, I talked about what I wanted to talk about. And then I immediately switched to the audience, like, because I'm more of a, a 
an interactive person. I like mm-hmm. to communicate with other people. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I want to I want to hear your stories. So if I'm giving you a lecture on paranormal, you don't want to just hear my stuff, you know? Why don't we all share together, you know, what right. what's going on, you know? Right. Especially if you so. say something that you've experienced that somebody in the audience is like, oh, my God, that happened to me, too. Like, that's a really right. great back and forth. Yeah. 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 I'm going to make Laura do at one panel all by herself. Um, so she just I'm gonna shove her into the. You know, public speaking genre. I did the... I'm actually really not the... I did that. (laughs) You did do Andrea Perrin's show by yourself. And then I came in and zipped it up in the last 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Stitch it up. All right. Speaking of stitching it up. Yes. All right. Well, Jason, thank you so very much for being here. God, this was such a great time. Thank you for having me. Congratulations. Absolutely. Congratulations on the new book. I am super excited. I am going to go and um, pre-order it on Amazon here in the next day or two. And then um, I've got a lot of flying to be doing in the next couple of weeks. So I'm definitely going to bring it with me and just blow through the whole thing on the flight. Um, So... Yeah, yeah, it's it's going to be really great. So congratulations. This is truly, truly wonderful. And again, thank you. We hope to have you back, too, because I have a feeling you're going to write more books and we would love to have you back to talk about them. So definitely. Or Sound we can just chit chat about the paranormal. I mean, sure. yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I love it. Actually, you know what? I'm going to message you because I have an idea. So after the show, I'm okay. going to message you. Um Laura's like great. <laughs> She's the one. I might fall first. asleep, but <laughs> but I'll get back with you tomorrow. Right. All right. Well, all thanks right. so much, guys, Thank for you. tuning in. We love you all so much, and as always, stay safe out there because you never know who or what is, is listening haunting you. or haunting you. Yeah. <laughs> haunting Think about you. what's haunting you, guys. <laughs> Bye. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thanks. (laughs) Thank you.